Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live. And we're talking, you know, we're going 80 miles an hour and they're going 20 miles an hour type of thing. And, you, you know, you come up on them and it's just, it, it was pretty dangerous. So the split start, I think, you know, I know a lot of the fans were kind of bummed, but from a safety aspect, I, as a racer, I think it's, uh, you know, it's a big improvement. Well, I'm guessing that the, the and I don't want to mean slower class by any means, but I bet you they're probably happy with that too. Yeah, they're not looking in their rear view Yeah, <laughs> right. uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we they, always tease that some of those slower classes need to mount their co-driver seat backwards <laughs> at Parker. Yeah, I can't imagine it's any fun watching a 7,000, 8,000-pound truck truck come up on no. you uh, at that, that speed. So, yeah, I always, uh, up until last year, I always thought this is one of the most dangerous races we do because of the high speeds that we're doing and then uh, coming on uh, uh, slower traffic. So, uh, so this was a good move, absolutely. So, Parker, uh, I guess from your standpoint, then, is, is the fast track. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, much faster than other places. That oh, you're, yeah. You're, you're a lot yeah. of graded roads, high speed, mm-hmm. you know, uh, well over 100 miles an hour in some places. Well, that's why you can turn a lap in, what, an hour and 12 minutes? It's quick. There's there's some of those sections, I think, once you clear the bath section, um, you know, you get on some graded roads all the way out there to Graham Well and then back and then through Midway and Mineral. I mean, there's a good 50-mile stretch where it's just super high-speed stuff. Now, how do you guys like that stretch? Do you guys like it because you get to punch it? Is that what it is? Oh, yeah. That's what, that's what you're at. <laughs> <laughs> it truly is. We're going faster speeds, but you get a chance yeah. to catch your breath. Right? Down down a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I love it. You know, that's... Yeah, there's a few gotchas in that yeah. fast section. You know, when you yeah. there's gotchas in slower sections. Yeah. It's not that big a deal. You see it coming in the truck. But they're out there on the backside, you don't want to get into something 100-plus miles an hour, and, and oops, there it is. Uh-huh. And, you know, you get into a G out or, or something. That's, that's the co-driver's fault. <laughs> yeah, never the driver's fault. <laughs> never the driver's fault. Hard, hard right. And and what speeds do you hit on that stretch? Like you said, over 100, right? Oh sure. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. No, I, I don't know. I know my truck. We were out testing the other day, and we were hitting like 121. You know, and our truck's a little bit older and a little down on horsepower compared to some of them. I think some of the ones now with the aerodynamics, I know they're hitting over 140. So. Yeah, it's it's changed just in the last yeah. couple of years. We haven't been racing as much, and and uh, the they're building more horsepower. They changed the arrow on them, so they are. They're, they're used to be. Everybody said we were doing 140 when they're doing a 120, but now they truly are doing 140. That's fast. Yeah, yeah, on dirt. That's yeah, that's, that's really moving really quick. Yeah, that's moving right along. So, any predictions on on the track? Is it looking good for you? Because it, it looks like the temps are going to be nice. The weather is going to be light breeze. I think the rain, uh, you know, we've got uh, a lot of rain, you know, here in Parker the past month. And I think a lot of guys, I, I posted on the Internet a couple of weeks ago, I said, you know, a lot of people, they went on the pre-run here and uh, saw the track, and I, I told them, especially the limited classes, I said, don't think that it's the same track that you guys pre-ran. We've got so much rain. I've been out there a little bit. I haven't been out there too much. But, I mean, there's lots of rain ruts, and, and the road is washed out in sections and things like that. And I said, you know, especially the limited classes, be really careful that first lap 
lot because it's completely changed. Uh, I think by the time the you know the unlimited classes go us at one o'clock, things will be pretty burned in, and you know there's not going to be you know too many surprises. But uh, uh, the rain did as well. You know it would you know it, it definitely helped things because I think qualifying got just a tad dusty yesterday. It wasn't too bad, but I, I think without the rain that we got, it could be a nightmare this weekend. Absolutely, I think we got enough rain that it soaked it deep enough sure. that hopefully we don't rip it up too early. Absolutely. So how many how many are in like the trophy truck? Yeah, that's what I heard. Fifty-two, fifty-five, something like that's that. A so, oh, that's yeah. a lot. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because I was looking at these rigs yesterday, and I'm, I'm I'm looking at them, and I and I said, and this is what I said. I was on the radio, by the way, and I was telling them, I said, they probably have more in this truck than I paid for my house and my land and bows. <laughs> and bows. <laughs> well, some houses in California. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean. You know, you see them, and this is—I've you know, been doing this for 23 years, you know, announcing the race for you guys and stuff and that. But you see them, but once you walk up to them and actually look at them, they really are a marvel. I mean, of the engineering and, and, and just the way things are well, set well, up. They truly are. We, um, being with Impact and being involved with IndyCar and NHRA, um, NASCAR, um, you know, we get to be up close and personal with some of those vehicles as well, and, and none of those vehicles have anything on a, on a trick truck. I think one of the funny things is I, I went to, I don't know, the Brickyard or something with Robbie, and, you know, Mr. Hot Shoe NASCAR guy comes up to Robbie, and they start talking, and he'll be like, yeah, I drive a trophy truck. And here's a guy, you know, paid to race NASCAR every weekend, biggest race series in the country, arguably, right? And they're like, oh, my God, you race a trophy truck. Yeah. You race a trick yeah. truck. Yeah. That yeah. is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As soon as they find out that you do that, that's all they want to talk about. Grass is always greener. They always Well, and I think it's it's it, 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 to them it's it's more of a rowdier sport. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, than, than the, the Wild West. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's what I mean. It's more yeah. of a, yeah. The yeah. vehicles don't get in the air. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah. There's no vertical aspect. <laughs> well, it's not supposed to be. Yeah. We're, we're <laughs> a 3D motorsport. You know, right. they're on a 2D. We're right. 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 But uh, I think that's what makes it exciting. You know, and those guys. It's funny because you don't hear too many off-road guys go. Oh, I really want to go try NASCAR, or try my hand at circuit track. You just don't hear it. But you, every NASCAR, every IndyCar guy, they all want to come and try trophy trucks. Exactly. So it's funny because a lot of us, it's like, I mean, I appreciate what they do. I mean, their skill level, I couldn't get in an IndyCar and even think about doing what they do. You know, but, uh, you know, I, I really have no interest in going over there, mainly because I know I wouldn't be good at it. But, you know, but, you know, but it, there's, you know, but them, they just, they, all of them, you know, it's their dream. I want to go run, you know, I want to go run the Mint. I want to run the Baja. Well, you, know? you think it is because you guys get to push the envelope a little bit more? Well, and because it's constantly changing, no, no, no race, no lap is ever the same. Right. It's always the same for them, right? Um, I, yeah, uh, I asked Bob McCaffrey one time why he didn't do it. And he said, I'm going um, last. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When you look at Rob McCaffrey, he actually won a NASCAR truck race, I think, the very first year. He came back to off-road. You've got Robbie Gordon, who, you know, he went out. He's back in off-road now, and, you know, it's, Robbie could be running pretty much any series in the world that he wants to, probably, and uh, you know, and he's back here in off road, and it's it's got it gets his hooks in you, and it just doesn't let you go, you know. Yeah, it has the mystique um, when you it's any car guys, no matter who you're talking to, once they find out that that's what you've done, that's all they want to talk about. They never ask you how many races you've won, just no. the fact that you do it, right? It's just enough. So. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of nice. It is. It's it it it's. Uh, uh, it's nice that our sport gets that respect. Well, and and I think also the off road. Uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong. This is, is it has a little different bond than the other races have. 
you know, it's a family for sure. Yeah, it's it's a little bond. Well, know? it's not as it's not as much a business as what those are. Right. So um, it was it's interesting. The uh, NASCAR is very very corporate. Um, I thought IndyCar would be a little. It is pretty corporate, but uh, I out of all of them, I would think IndyCar is the most like um, off road. You get that community, um, especially living in Indiana, mm-hmm. uh, in Minneapolis. So you get that community. So they're, they're really good people. So we really enjoy uh, being there. Well, how many race series do a father and daughter get to race together yeah. for a decade? Yeah, that's true. That's pretty cool. You know, one of the things I wanted to mention about the, the trick trucks is a lot of people think you go and buy a truck, and then you just race it and race it and race it and race it. What they don't realize is between every race, that truck is completely disassembled, everything redone, everything that's any bit worn is, re, you know, put back mm-hmm. in the truck. That's a huge part of this thing. It's just every race it comes fresh yeah. prepped. And when it's done, it goes back to a shop, and that thing is laying all over the shop. It's back totally apart, back together. So a lot of people don't realize. They just think you take these trucks out and race them, put them in the garage, and take Gold them back to race. <laughs> that, that doesn't happen. So when you buy a truck, yeah. you just started. That's the cheap part. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the, the cheap, cheap part. part. <laughs> you run that program. If the, if the cost of entry is getting you scared away, the cost of actually running the program is really going to scare you away. <laughs> that's for sure. You know, it's... It's interesting. Yeah, like you said, you know, where you see NASCAR, you see IndyCar, and you know, guys show up to the Indy 500, and they got you know two or three Indy cars, right? And they hit the wall, and they've got a backup car and a backup car, and NASCAR same way. You know, these guys they run one car, it goes back to shop, and they got a new car for the next weekend, and you know they're always rotating off road. We don't have multiple cars; we've got one. You know, so it, you know, and everybody goes, oh, why don't you guys run more events? And you know, I can tell you, us running four or five a year—that's about our limit. You know, we couldn't run ten or fifteen. There's just right. no possible way. Well, just the expense alone. Everything you don't think about anything except for what's in front of you, and I think that's what's 
you know, to me, that's my drug. You know, yeah. you can escape the world, and it's, you know, you're just right there. Hey, don't lie. Your heart's pumping just when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> Every one yeah. of us got that yeah. little twist I thought it was the you. coffee, but I didn't. <laughs> yeah. So, so you, you just live in the moment. Yeah. Sure. Right there. That's that's the moment you're living. And, and it's, yeah, and yeah. the next moment. You're always looking yeah. for that next moment. Yeah. And, you know, you were talking earlier about the machines and how impressive. I said this yesterday when, when I was talking to Jim. It's just, you know, I've been in these things for thousands miles and just recently dad let me move over to the left seat and put the steering wheel in my hand and now it, my heart's pumping <laughs> <laughs> and it just never it's never ever ever lost on me that they defy physics I, they just it's amazing to me that anyone make it to the finish line you know your 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 eyes and your brain see things happening you know and they're like no no you can't do that and then you hit it in that truck and you're like oh I can't yeah. I think that's what's the funny part. You take somebody from NASCAR or IndyCar or something like that in an off-road vehicle, and they've never been in one, and you put them in the, you know, in the co-driver's seat, and uh, you go. Sitting there, and you lift them up, and the new one—they're both carbon fiber, but it's 
I don't know how much lighter it is, but it's night and day difference. Then you hold my helmet up from seven or eight years ago next to those because I keep all my helmets, and it feels like it's a lead brick. You know, <laughs> and, and, and we're talking about the best helmet you can buy at that point in time, but it's just got that much better. But you look at it on the outside, and everybody goes, oh, it's just a helmet. But you don't realize the technology that goes into it underneath, you know, and, and, you know, and then you get, get into the G-forces and the strain on your neck in an accident and things like that. But there's a lot of safety that has improved, and I know Robbie has been instrumental in bringing that to you off-road, but in the past 10 years, I mean, things have just skyrocketed, you know, and you don't see the, the stupid injuries that we used to see years ago. I mean, they, they still happen, but it's not as prevalent as they were, say, 10, 15 years. Oh, I, I saw a video one. Juanita showed me one this morning. The number five, I think it was. Yeah. Right. You guys like getting aired over. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you do, don't you? Yeah, but it's, you know, as Rob said, yes, there is, and he said, accelerate, and you can't control the I've got to ask you, Robbie, because I haven't asked you, when you were doing the stadium super trucks, it's Robbie Gordon's thing, and it's almost like, you know, Hot Wheels almost, but how was that going to, the, like, that big gap jump at Charlotte the first time? I mean, oh, that, that was, that's one of those, that's, you got a pucker the first oh, time you hit it. absolutely, absolutely. That's another Oh, what is it? We got uh, um, the God is Awesome Gramps. 
Yeah. Uh, from down in Texas. Cardi He's Beal. back. Yeah, Cardi Beal, I, one of my favorite guys to talk to. I'm just saying you got to book off an hour if you're going to start talking to him. But uh, he's, what is he? He's got to be 80? Like yeah, 85? No, no. I think he's, he's got to be close yet. to 80. But, yeah, yeah but he's, uh, he's still doing it. Wow. You know? Good for him. No, I'm feeling younger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's reaction time and endurance, yeah. honestly. You know, the guys at the top of the sport are working out all the time. Young, mm-hmm. mid-20s. Might not be the smartest you ever get, but you got the best reactions. Well, <laughs> the 300, 400 mile sprint. Yep, yep. Yeah. Wow. In the dirt. I think here a couple years ago, I think it was, uh, was it Gary Wyrick, and I can't remember who he was battling with. But it came down to a few seconds here at Parker right. uh, that Gary ended up winning, and, and it was like a flat tire with 20 miles to go that you know that Gary was able to win it. You know, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we're running the Baja's been the same way. The 500, it's been down to seconds. You know, so it, it's gone where you know everybody watches NASCAR pit stops, and it used to be off road. It was kind of a circus when guys would do pit stops and stuff. It's not that way now. It's everything is calculated and practiced because every second counts. It's not like it used to be where, oh, well, you know, we can lose five minutes in the pits. doesn't matter. We, you know, we'll make it up somewhere. Yeah, it's not that yeah. way anymore. It's, yeah. Yeah. No. And, these, and these vehicles are durable. Oh, yeah, they'll hold up to it now. Or they didn't yeah. yeah, they're durable. Mm-hmm. And Parker's just one of my favorites. Why you is know? that? Well, there's a lot of history here. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of history in off-road. You know, I think we all, we all tell about when it used to race on... California side, the Arizona side, and one, I love it just because of it, not just the history, but it's beautiful. I mean, I woke up this morning and opened the door to the motorhome, and there's this gorgeous red, orange, amber sky, and um, it just reminded me how much I, I really love it. This weekend, I think, is special. I think we'd be remiss not to miss to mention that. You know, Casey Fultz mm-hmm. held, held a really big place in my life. quite a bit younger than I am right now. <laughs> and he, he, you know, the guy just had that personality, right, and the heart and the passion and the drive. And I've been talking about him. I'm like, it's going to take four people, I would guess. I'm thinking four to replace what that one man can get done in a day. And the amount of life that man lived, it's really, I think, a big lesson for all of us on living your dream and living your passion and living every moment. And Casey always did that, um, and and we always tease, you know, all of us off-roaders tease that you've never been, you haven't been racing long enough if you haven't got yelled at by Casey. Yeah. And there was certainly that side of Casey. More than one. Yeah, more than <laughs> one. But there's also the side of Casey that's excited to see at the finish line and knows your children's names and gives you a hug every time he sees but I, you. What I was always impressed with him, because I'm right there and I announce you guys as you guys go out, is how he, he, he talks to each driver. He makes a special effort. Yeah, he, it, all the way through. Yeah, yeah. and you can tell it's genuine. He's just not doing it. You can yeah. tell that. Yeah. He knows every single driver yeah. personally. Yeah. You know, well over 300 entries. He knows every per- driver, every co-driver. I mean, like she said, he knows. He knows your kids, your wife. You know, he. It's just. He's just a remarkable guy. You know, and I think. Uh, I think like Will. He and I were talking about it yesterday, and Will, Will said something. He goes, "I've never been around a guy that just loved life because." You know, everything he said, he'd be, oh, that's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. This is awesome. You know? Yeah, that sunrise. The day yeah. he was talking about, Casey's a bit out there. This is awesome. Yeah. You've seen it before. No, it's great. Look at 
<laughs> have you ever seen anything that great? You know, and that yeah. was just Casey. Everything was, you know, he was so, you know, he was so the optimist on everything, you know. Well, I remember the first time I met him when he came, when he started with the Bethlehem Desert here, and I was getting ready to do my broadcast, and he came over to the station, and, uh, and, he, and he goes, uh, here's $600. Try to make some money when, when we're coming here. Right. And no one's ever, ever done that in all the years I've been here. He said, try to make some money on this event when we come to town. And I thought, man, I like this guy already. <laughs> he's giving me a bone, and he's telling me, try to make some money while we're here, instead of just going out and announcing it. He wasn't coming in saying, I need to cut all your sponsor sales for your broadcast. Right, yeah, yeah he says, do the best you can, try to make some money, here's a bone, you know. You know, I mean, yeah, I thought, yeah, I like this guy. Yeah, yeah. He's fun. We played flashlight tag with him in the cemetery once. I know that's trashy, but we had a ball. That's, and that's one thing about Casey. You see him at races and things like that, but if you've ever been on, like, one of the pre-runs um, that's, you know, that's, that's before the events, I remember we used to have some for, like, uh, Trump, and we had an overnighter in Beatty, and everybody, you know, would go to the bar, and, you know, or, or Tonopah was another one like that, or I've been to some things in Vegas that uh, were an off-race weekend, and I can't remember, it might have been the Mint TV when they had the premiere there in Vegas. And, but if you've ever been able to be around Casey when he's finally able to let his hair down, he's just an amazing, funny guy, you know, and he's just the stories and things like that that he's got to tell. He was just, uh, you know, I, I don't know how, you know, anybody could ever replace that. And the stories. I mean, he knows the history of every town that he races or does an adventure event in more than I think anybody that lives in the town. And that's what made him fun to be around because he always had a story to tell. Um, and often it was something he had done there. Yeah. <laughs> and what he didn't know, he'd just make up. <laughs> and we were fine with that. I was with that. I know Will was saying yesterday, he says, man, Casey was telling about this smokestack. You'll have to tell the story. Oh, but I was God. laughing about it. It's so Casey. Well, it was just typical Casey. We were on the Nevada Adventure. you take your grandkids, and there's like 20 of us in Raptors and him and his kids. you take a, like a three-day deal all over Nevada. And Casey would always narrate where we're going to go the next day. And he goes, this valley we're coming into, there's an old mine in there, and they had a smelting deal, and they've got a 300-foot stack on that. I remember the first time I saw you get there, the thing's about 30 foot tall. <laughs> Casey, 30 feet, Casey. <laughs> His kid goes, well, Dad, I, I think maybe not. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, about his race. Always on. Always available.
before the award ceremony or anything, just to make sure his driver, you know, the race of the series was okay. Well, you guys are dealing at high speeds, and, you know, things happen. Yeah, he always understood that. Yeah. yeah. All right, how are we doing? Guys, anything else you'd like to add before I have to? No, I just really? want to thank everybody for coming out. Parker, for I think it brings a buzz. I think oh. people love it. They do. We, you know, you could just tell it around town. People yeah. kind of get a little buzz going. Yeah, the downtown yeah, experience yesterday was yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, but I enjoyed that. I think it was Barbara's fault. It was my fault. <laughs> my only job was to sit in there and hold the brake, and it's, the team's decided it's my fault. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got to say, she got the most pop out of any of the drivers, though. Uh-huh. I, you know, they found out she was driving, and she wasn't just you know, park there in the picture challenge. And I don't know, Emily got some pretty good pop from the local crowd. So I think we got a new local favorite. I think I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of my favorite things, though. And for some reason, I can always look out there and zone in on that little, you know, that six-year-old girl. And she's looking up and looking at me and seeing me using the machine. And I hope that she's thinking, well, I can do that. Yeah, someday I'll be doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And, there's, you know, there really is more and more women in this sport. You know, people are like, oh, there's no women. I'm like, yeah, there is. Have you met, you know, Heidi Steele, Corey Weller, Paige Soar, and uh, Shelby Reed? <laughs> the list goes on and on and on and on. I like the U- UTV stuff, uh, you know, which I'm getting really highly involved in, and there's a lot of phenomenal driving turbo razors already. And some of them, I mean, I've seen them in the short course stuff, and I honestly, I can't beat them. I've seen them a lot of times at Terracross and things like that. And, they, and these girls are like 15, 16. I'm going, yeah. 10 years from now, they should be driving trophy trucks because sure. they're that good. Well, you're breeding a whole new generation. Yeah. yeah. I think Kristen Matlock, just uh, Iron Woman, the Baja 1000 and a side-by-side. I mean, there's some... What you didn't know, Jimmy, was she was working the crowd before she went there. She's <laughs> <laughs> right. working the crowd, shaking hands, buying lollipops. Oh, my <laughs> So together, you got the pop. You go, wow. Yeah. No, no, no. You've done her work. It's all about the prep work. <laughs> it is. Prep work, just like getting the rig ready. Yeah. Just like getting the rig. Yeah, that's you right. prime the crowd, right? <laughs> I do want to say before we go two things. First off, uh, I just want to thank Robbie once again for their, you know, their sponsorship of the Parker Race because I know Impact's involvement and investment. Uh, this isn't a cheap race to put on, so uh, it definitely is, is tremendously helped keep this event going. And then uh, secondly, uh, Memorial for Casey folks next weekend in Vegas. Yep. I believe it's Sunday the 12th. Uh, yeah, yeah it's Sunday. I think it's at 2 o'clock on Sunday. I was going to say, is it 1 or 2 o'clock? I think, I think it's, it's 2 o'clock on Sunday. Yeah, at the Orleans Arena in Vegas. Everybody's welcome. I guess it seats 6,000. I would assume that probably 6,000 people are going to show up at least. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's worth the driving, and we're driving up to Parker. And, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. I think there's going to be people from all over the southwest right. and country flying. I, I know the sheriff's department said they're sending a couple. That's yeah. amazing. Well, I was talking to the sheriff yesterday. Yeah. 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 And, the, you know, his team and the mm-hmm. volunteers that support really always, come out and do a great job for us. But I think this race is important to really thank those guys. They've been through a lot. They love that guy. They're definitely a family, as we all are in the off-road community. But, you know, the volunteers that are coming out to support this race and Casey's wonderful team at Best in the Desert, you know, I really am so appreciative of them doing what they're doing this weekend. Yeah, there's a little void. That's good, yeah. All right. We're good? We're all good. Thank you for having us. Well, thanks for taking some time out of your day and stopping by. I appreciate it. Hopefully everybody in town goes down to contingency now. and uh, Yeah, I'm going to go down there and do a little broadcasting. Buy some helmets for their UTV from yeah. Mr. Robbie here yeah. at Impact. We'll and come <laughs> by the booth and we make some uh, yeah. special visor strips for the helmets. Yeah. So come by and get some stickers. Uh, 
Booyah in honor of Casey's memory. So uh, we want to see everybody flying. Good way to sign off with Booyah. 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 Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks so much. Very much. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you. All right. It's 8.50 at 8 o'clock hour. Brought to you in part by Spanky's RV or Marine. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.